morning, Lake Norman. This is Mayor Woody Washam, and you're tuned in to About Town. We've got a great show for you this morning. Last day of August, how could that be? I mean, that is absolutely amazing as we move officially into September tomorrow, and I'm telling you, time flies. It really does. Um, thank you for uh, a couple of folks for covering for me for the last couple of weeks as I was uh, uh, taking a little trip away. But I'm back live today, and it is uh, it is going to be a special treat for us. If you have uh, questions or input you'd like to provide us, the studio phone number here is 844-STUDIO-4, 844-788-3464. So feel free to call. We'll take your questions, and I am so honored today to have one of my good friends and associates uh, in the world of affordable housing, uh, workforce housing here in our town. Uh, I've worked pretty hard to make that a bigger priority here in our town, and sure enough, uh, we have moved the needle somewhat, and, and I want to be clear that we are not there, but uh, I want our audience to be informed as to where we are and where we plan to go with uh, uh, creating some solutions as it relates to um, allowing folks that want to live here be able to afford to live here as well. So my guest today is the executive director of our Community Development Corporation, the Lake Norman Community Development Corporation, Michelle Hoverson. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you so much. It's nice to be here with you today. So glad to have you today. And uh, just to give you a little history of how we got to this particular point here in our community, I'm pretty proud of it. It all began uh, with uh, actually uh, Michelle bringing up some uh, needs here in our community, and I'll let her tell you that story uh, as we as we turn to her in just a moment about the need for for um, additional affordable housing and workforce housing in our community. It's a fact. We did a study at the town of Cornelius level that eighty five percent of the people that work in Cornelius can't afford to live here and don't live here. Only 15% of the folks that work in our great town can afford to live here as well. And that includes our police officers, our firemen, our teachers, our town employees, our retail workers, the list goes on and on. And to me, that's not acceptable. It really is just not acceptable. And we must move that needle. So, uh, Back uh, a couple years ago, I don't remember that date, Michelle, uh, we formed a mayor's committee on affordable housing here in Cornelius. And it was such a, a pleasure to put together a wonderful first-class group of citizens that were so bought in to uh, the need for affordable housing in our community that uh, we studied it, we, we excelled in getting to the bottom uh, finding solutions to that. And um, I, I won't go over all of the members of that committee, but it was a large committee, wasn't Michelle? Probably uh, almost 30. Yeah, something like that. discipline of individuals. It was. We had all kinds of trades that were involved from realtors to accountants to bankers to mm -hmm. ministers. And, uh, um, you know, we did involve the, the faith-based community as well. And uh, out of that, uh, uh, one of our individuals certainly rose to the top in her passion for affordable housing, and that would be 
Michelle Hoverson. Uh, Michelle, I think uh, it would be great to start out once we, I want to talk about this Affordable Housing Committee because it's officially still moving forward. Uh, however, I, I want I, I us to get into the details and, and the good decisions that the Affordable Housing Committee, with the blessing of the town board at that time, uh, directed us to go form a community development cooperation. But what led you to that? Give, give me a little history of you and, and why this passion for affordable housing in our community? Well, I served uh, as an associate pastor in both Virginia and then for 17 years at Grace Covenant in Cornelius and uh, retired from that uh, sector, uh, that assignment in uh, 2018 after starting the Neighborhood Care Center in Cornelius. Um, and what I found in my 24 years of ministry was that I was having to help a lot of people find affordable housing. I would have a lot of individuals coming into the office very nervous and concerned that they were going to have to uproot their kids from school. They were going to have to leave their faith community um, because they could no longer afford to live where they were um, staying, uh, rent going up or couldn't afford a mortgage in the area or whatever. And so I just saw a lot of people in the stress um, of not being able to afford to live where they wanted to live um, and being very cost burdened. And it just it was just an ongoing frustration um, in my in my life to watch those individuals so discouraged um, that they couldn't. They couldn't live where they where they served. I know that uh, that is the basis for this entire concern. I know you told me a, a beautiful story one time that really got my attention, <laughs> and I remember where we were standing mm -hmm. out at, at a nine eleven mm -hmm. uh, service uh, outside Fire Department Number One here yeah. in Cornelius, and uh, that was a story. And I'll let you elaborate on it of. Uh, a single person that lived yes. here in our town mm -hmm. with multiple children that was mm -hmm. going to have to move and take mm -hmm. those kids out of the schools and mm -hmm. create all of this havoc and change, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, for those for those little ones. Isn't that, isn't that correct? Right. She's actually a small business owner. So a small business owner in Cornelius, and uh, her rent was going up sub substantially, almost 30, probably 30 percent at that time, um, with four, four children at home. A uh, couple were attending college, but a couple still in high school. And she was going to have to move to uh, north of Mooresville to be able to afford a place to live. And um, her sons had been in the school system, a Cornelius school system, for quite some time. And that's a huge uprooting in a young person's life. Um, and I just, that was just kind of a red line for me. Like, I, we've got to do something about this because this one story represents a lot of stories. You know, people tend to think when they hear the word affordable housing, they tend to go to the image of low income housing, you know, cars up on cinder blocks and things like that. But um, affordable housing is when an individual, um, 
doesn't have to spend more than 30% of their income on housing. And we have a wide range of individuals in all kinds of disciplines, as you mentioned earlier, from police officers, firefighters, small business owners, that are cost burdened because they're having to spend 40 to 50% on housing. That is, that and is that so, is not affordable. That is, that is definitely not affordable. And, uh, uh, you know, solutions don't come easy to, to this particular aspect of, uh, of a challenge here in our community or any community. More to come on the Cornelius Lake Norman Community Development Corporation and uh, here with my guest, Michelle Hoverson, Executive Director. This is Mayor Woody Washam. Be back soon. here from Cornelius and our topic of this day is affordable housing and the Lake Norman Community Development Corporation and I'm here with uh, the executive director Michelle Hoverson and uh, we were just talking about uh, the topic at hand here today and uh, a thing that came to my mind was when affordable housing is unattainable in a community, what does that create for a community? What are we dealing with here? Well, individuals that are struggling to find affordable housing face a lot of challenges. One, there's a definite health impact on individuals because it's very stressful when you're having to pay 40, 50% of your income on housing um, or the stress of thinking that you're going to have to move somewhere that you can't um, afford. But um, I also think that there's a huge impact on a community when it comes to employers because it, in order for companies to recruit and retain the individuals that they need, uh, many of those employees want to make sure that they're not having to drive 30 and 40 miles to get to work. So uh, uh, having affordable housing attainable in a community is very important to the employment base that's within a community. Um, I also just think that, um, um, you know, there are a lot of people who just have a dream that life is going to get a little better. And when housing is unattainable consistently in an area where you work, that dream starts to become very diminished. And um, uh, that brings a hopelessness into people's lives, and it just feels like you're on a treadmill going nowhere. So um, affordable housing is is important to our community in a variety of ways. Plus, I, I'd also say that in any community, Mayor, we know we want a wide variety of individuals living in our community, right? Exactly. We want to be a mosaic of individuals. And so when housing... Um, starts to become unattainable uh, for certain workforce individuals, then the community begins to lose that mosaic. And um, that's not that's not healthy for any community. It's absolutely not. And um, I want folks to know that that your town, the town of Cornelius, has stepped up. Yes. Uh, we're not where we need to be yet, but uh, we're doing some things particularly with our public safety officers and our town employees that will make a difference for them being able to live in the town that they serve. Mm -hmm. How cool is it that a police officer can can reside in the town that they serve, 
drive that police car home, mm-hmm. be visible in their community, and, um, and and truly make a difference that way in many ways. Yeah, you know, I had a conversation not too long ago with one of the police officers in Cornelius, and he was sharing with me how um, how meaningful it was when he and his family were able to move into Cornelius. And one of the things he shared with me is he said, Michelle, you don't know how valuable it is when I can do a little pickup basketball with the kids that I see down the street, sure. or I'm running into families in the grocery store. Um, there's there's something about that community involvement on a regular basis, not just through the job, um, that makes things better in relationship to law enforcement in the community. Um, so there's a lot of unseen advantages to being able to live where you work. Absolutely. We're, we're expanding that program as much as we possibly can, but Certainly, we would encourage other major employers in our community to do the same. So mm-hmm. I'll put that word out there, and um, we'll, we'll be uh, uh, offering you opportunities to make contributions to our Lake Norman Community Development Corporation to, her, to actually, actually uh, put some uh, guidelines around this process of allowing affordability in our community to expand. We've got to do that, and uh, so a lot more to come on that as we move forward in the in the weeks and months ahead. That's That continues to be one of my goals as mayor of this town to uh, make sure that uh, that effort continues and strengthens over the next uh, uh, few years ahead. So very, very, very excited about that. So... So anyway, back to the Mayor's Affordable Housing Committee. One of the major outgrowths, as we noted earlier, was the formation of the now-called Lake Norman Community Development Corporation. We started out with the name Cornelius, and it's bigger than that. We realized Mm -hmm. that it is going to be important one day for us to be able to work with our neighbors. Exactly. As in Huntersville and Davidson and maybe Mooresville and and beyond. So the name was expanded. you know, but our concentration still at this particular point, as as we are being continued to incubate, yes. if you will, mm-hmm. is uh, is certainly Cornelius. Yes. But uh, uh, you know, we're we're definitely looking looking beyond. I do do know that Huntersville has a program like this uh, a little bit behind us, but uh, but they're beginning as well, and and you're helping them with that particular piece of it as well. So my my point is one of the neatest things that came out of the the uh, affordable housing committee um, that uh, formed a couple years ago was the formation of our own community development corporation uh, town board approved it we provide some initial funding for you we continue to provide some funding along the way uh, so Tell us what it was like to get an organization like that moving and, and um, uh, incubated, if you will, and giving birth, actually, because you're on your way. <laughs> yeah, and, and we're not even a year old, really, yet. Not not until uh, mid-September uh, will be our one-year anniversary. Um, so it, it was actually a lot of fun because we had um, people who were really excited about it. And our initial board... Um, uh, were predominantly people who had served on that task force, a a few outside of the task force who are just uh, 
very passionate about this topic and, and have some disciplines that we needed. Um, but we were able to get a board together pretty quickly and um, get incorporated and, you know, get all of that established. Um, launching it from just an organizational standpoint was the easy part, starting to come up with, okay, how are we going to tackle this giant mountain um, is, is another story. Um, because affordable, attainable affordable housing is complex, very complex. And uh, but we realize we have a unique opportunity to bring in the public sector, to bring in private sector, to bring in um, developers, real estate people, and uh, employers. And if we'll all work together and partner together, I think we can make a significant difference. Um, there was. As we were developing a rental program, which is one of the things that we were tasked with uh, early on, was to develop a workforce rental assistance program as well as some transitional housing, um, there was a situation that arose within the nation um, that affected people in Cornelius that uh, there was a unique opportunity to solve an immediate problem and make an impact on some seniors' lives right away. Yes. And um, I don't know if time allows us now to, to go into that story um, or if we want to pick it up later, but uh, we've, we've really been able to help um, some seniors. So should I, should I go ahead with that, with what that program was and what we'll, came we'll up We'll probably that? hold that to the next segment, uh, but those are exactly the examples that folks are hearing about this organization yes. and reaching out out. So uh, Michelle Hoverson is becoming a household name, certainly in our town, in relation to not only the great ministry that she's had here, but now helping us solve this problem of affordability with folks being able yeah. of all, um, you know, genders and races and uh, sectors of, of our town. Uh, pulling that together and allowing them to live here. One of the things that we had to do when you were asking about starting up, one of the things that we decided to do was we, um, working with Ada Jenkins, we formed what's called the uh, North Mac Affordable Housing Network. Yes. Um, because COVID had separated so many of the nonprofits who were working in this lane. And there were a lot of new directors and uh, coordinators coming into play. So we one of the things we wanted to do was bring everybody together and re-meet each other and find out what what everybody was doing, like what lane of affordable housing are you driving down so that we could begin to collaborate together, um, find projects together um, and um, you know, work together more post-COVID. And so we've had three of those sessions. We're getting ready for our next one in September. But I think that bringing together is about probably about 16 agencies along with public sector. Um, you have come to those. Uh, Mayor Biles has come to those. Um, and some commissioners have attended. So bringing everybody into a room to talk about the issue and also understand what each other is doing, I think that's been something that in the early days of the Lake Norman CDC, we were able to bring to the community that has really benefited a lot of individuals. Not a specific program, but collaboration leads to better programs, right? Absolutely. And, um, you know, what is... What is um, moving along in that particular process is folks are communicating with each other exactly. and learning what others do 
for referral pur purposes and lots of different reasons that uh, none of that was going on before. So there was great work going on. Don't get me wrong. Some great work in relation to our topic, but is in terms of having everybody know what everybody else was doing because we all complement each other. Right. And I've definitely seen an elevation in partnership over the last year between um, organizations, which is better stewardship of everybody's funding, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So that, that has been a great effort. Uh, we'll touch base back with that because I think it's open to anybody that's interested in affordable mm -hmm. housing. These sessions are. So we'd welcome... Welcome, folks, there. Mayor Woody Washam here talking about affordable housing today with Michelle Hoverson, Lake Norman Community Development Corporation. We'll be right back. Good morning again, folks. This is Mayor Woody Washington from Cornelius, and you're listening to About Town. So we're traveling about town today to visit our Lake Norman Community Development Corporation with the, with our executive director there, Michelle Hoverson. Welcome back, Michelle, Thank and you. Uh, appreciate your your efforts here on this topic in our town, and also appreciate you being with me today. So we were talking about uh, this group of seniors in our town that uh, really had a, a tragedy to strike, I would say, mm -hmm. um, kind of out of their control recently mm -hmm. uh, with, uh, um, with the uh, expiration of some tax credits in one of our communities here in town. The landlord didn't have any choice but to raise their rent 36%. Some. Some some uh, some of the apartments were raised up to thirty percent, all almost all over fifteen percent. Gotcha. And it wasn't just in that property; um, many apartment complexes in the uh, Cornelius area, the rents increased over fifteen percent in January. People started getting notices. But when uh, when you're impacted with that. Uh, you know, what do you do? I mean, there are people in, in that group that have lived there and lived in our town mm -hmm. all their lives, as mm -hmm. I have. Mm -hmm. And to think that at that particular point in time, uh, when they're older and, you know, in their, their later years, uh, you know, uh, I, I was born here and I certainly want to die here. But, right. uh, you know, they just simply couldn't afford to do right. that. So and, and where would they turn? I mean, that's that's the confusing part. Where right. would they turn? I know where they turn. They turn certainly to the town of Cornelius and the town of, of Cornelius turned to our CDC mm -hmm. for some help and advice as to how to maneuver through that. Cornelius is such a wonderful place for people to move to. And there are a lot of individuals that are retiring here, and they, they move to Cornelius with a great 401k and, and wonderful assets, which is terrific. But as you said, we have a lot of seniors who live here, who have grown up here, who have worked here a lot of their life, and now they're on a fixed 
income with very, very limited assets. And when you um, when you have your rent go from $900 to $1,200, you get notice of that. That's a big deal. That's a really big deal. And and you don't have options because you're in your 70s. Um, you, don't, you just don't have options for making up that difference. I had people calling me saying, well, my $100 increase in Social Security is gone, plus I have to come up with more. So I'm really excited that the town that there were town commissioners that were interested in this problem and concerned about these individuals and uh, tasked us with a solution, finding a solution, which we did. You really did. And um, um, is, is there... Uh, funds left in that program, or yes. where do we go from here? Yes. So what the program is, it's really quite it's quite simple. If someone can show us um, they're um, a senior and they can show us that their rent increased 15% or more in 2023, um, they can apply through our, our website or call my office, um, get a hold of us. It's just lakenormancdc.org. Um, or they can send an email to michelle at lakenormancdc.org, and I'll send them an application. Um, but if they're if they, now they do have to earn less than forty nine thousand a year, um, their total income has to be less than forty nine thousand. But if their income is if their rent has increased by fifteen percent or more, we will assist with half of that increase for one year. So it gives individuals an opportunity to get their name on a waiting list somewhere else, um, gives them a breather to figure out what to do, um, just gives them a little bit of a pause on that on that increase. Because a lot of the affordable, uh, what are considered more affordable housing in Charlotte or some other areas, the waiting lists are one to two years. Mm -hmm. So this is giving people an opportunity to research search those other options and, and we help them um, uh, make some connections for them if they if they really want to move out of the area. But it gives families an opportunity to make some decisions on how they'll they'll handle the rent in the following year. So we've helped about 36 individuals. We've got five, I think, applications in the pipeline right now. And uh, we do still have some funding left. Yes. Well talk about the I think you have an overall rental assistance program that's moving mm -hmm. forward as well. Is that, that correct? Yes, that has that's what we've put a lot of energy into since we were formed is trying to figure out what how can how can we provide more affordable housing without building more roofs um, because that takes a while, right? So rental assistance is a short-term solution to a large problem um, because building building more affordable housing takes a lot of time, a lot of lead time in that. So um, it's taken us a while to come up with a program that we really feel uh, would work, but we finally have designed something called the Rental Bridge Program, and it is for income-restricted, employed individuals. Um, so some call that workforce housing, but... Um, I, I prefer that phrase income restricted because of their the, because of the uh, like a teacher you know there, there's just only so much that they can make unless they're out getting multiple jobs so um, we will assist an individual there's a formula that we have that, that we use for how much we'll assist them but um, we're open um, 
to several hundred dollars a month that we will assist them with their rent uh, for one year, make a commitment to them in but they in turn go through a financial coaching program that takes about a year to go through. So while we're assisting them, we're also educating them um, in financial issues so that at the end of that year, they're in a more stable position, or maybe they've made some career decisions. Um, If they complete that financial coaching program successfully, then there's an option. If we have the funding, there's an option for them to have a second year of funding. Because our hope is that over two years with that financial literacy training, um, and some financial decision-making, they will be in a position to move forward in home ownership. And um, that for many individuals, not everybody, but for many individuals, home ownership really solves a lot of um, housing insecurity. Because as you know, it's when you're renting, particularly the way the rates are right now in our area, average rent's $1,900, which means somebody needs to make $85,000 $85,000 a year to be at that 30% housing cost. Um, not everybody around here makes $85,000 a year. Com- that's quite compelling. So, um, at, you know, if you're having to put out $1,700, $1,800 a month for rent, you probably are having a very difficult time saving for home ownership. So anyway, we're, we're really hoping that we would, can be a bridge t- while someone is renting to home ownership. Um, and we're just really excited. We've, we've got our financial coaching partner in place, Prosperity Unlimited in Kannapolis. They have a great program. They're HUD certified. They'll be able to help people with um, house, uh, home ownership options um, at the end of the financial coaching because they know all those programs. And um, we have about nine applicants in the pipeline right now, and and we're really excited. We're we're hoping that over the course of the next twelve months, we'll be able to help twenty five to thirty individuals. Well, that that is absolutely awesome. And several things, Mayor. One of the things I'm excited about is we have people who work in Cornelius, live in Charlotte, live in Statesville, that are and are trying to enter into this program so that they can move into our community, and that's. That's really um, the heart of this program is to bring people into the community where they serve. Right. That 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 is uh, such a fantastic concept and so badly needed. We encourage you to call us if you have questions or want to provide some input for us here uh, at the studios. The number is 844-788-3464 or 844-788. Studio 4, give us a call and let us know what you think about this great effort that we have underway in the town of Cornelius. We, we would certainly welcome your questions or your phone calls. So this process is sounds to me like that it's it will succeed based on the level of funding that we can we can find throughout the, the community. Certainly, uh, speaking for the town of Cornelius, uh, we can't afford to carry the entire load of, of this no. of this challenge. So 
So where else do we turn to to enhance our funding mechanisms to make this program as good as it could be for our town? Well, obviously, any individual who wants to invest into it um, can do that, and they can do that through our website. There is a giving uh, portal on that that is secure. Again, that's lakenormancdc.org. Um but we're, we have reached out to foundations. The Peninsula Community Foundation has um, just recently given us a, a lovely investment. Um, and we are beginning to meet with employers. Um, we have started having some conversations with banks, both um, I would say banks in Mecklenburg County, not just not just in Cornelius, because again, employers have a, a recruitment retention issue, and we all want less traffic, right? Exactly. So, and you talked about that eighty five percent. So, if people can live where they work, um, that's going to help seventy seven quite a bit. So, we're in we're in dialogue with with some banks, and um, also you know investigating other. Um, um, foundation uh, grant opportunities. That's fantastic. It's a great cause here in our community. It needs to grow. It needs to move forward. And uh, we're going to talk about the future once we come back in, in just a few minutes. This is Mayor Woody Washam with the uh, Executive Director of the Lake Norman Community Development uh, Corporation. And we'll be right back. This is Cornelius Mayor Woody Washam with the Executive Director of the Lake Norman Community Development Corporation, Michelle Hoverson. Thanks again, Michelle, for your time today. Thank you. So we've moved to the last segment of our program, and I don't want this to go untouched until we start talking about what's coming in the future. What? Tell us a little bit about uh, um, the development of this organization, how it moves forward, and what is on tap for the future? I know you've got a lot of thoughts and a lot of plans. You've got a great board, by the way, and I want yes. you to talk about your board as well. Yes. A lot okay. of folks giving a lot of time uh, for that. It is a working board. <laughs> yes. I am very, very appreciative to all of them. Um, we have... Um, you know, retired banker, George Searle, our um, chairman, just gives hours every week. And um, Dr. Mike Miltick is on it. Um, uh, Michael Carter, um, um, Sharon Lovelace, Nance Thomas Longworth, um, uh, Joe Roy, a developer. Joe has put in hours and hours um, going to meetings with me. I, it's just been, um, obviously, Wayne Heron represents the town um, on the board. And um, and then we have another lady by the name of um, Zuzi Kadar, who's been in affordable housing for many years. So it, it, it's really a great group of individuals who are giving a lot of time. It's, it's not come to a meeting and sign off on some things. They all are, are really putting their hands to the plow. And I'm very grateful to all of them. Um, but our future, I think our future is really bright because I think that there's a momentum um, amongst a lot of organizations to work together. I've been very encouraged to also sit on the um, 
Huntersville Affordable Housing Task Force as they've been putting together an affordable housing plan and to see the collaboration between towns has been wonderful um, to learn from one another. Um, but there are initiatives, as I said, we're only about a year old. Um, there are some initiatives that we're looking forward to. One is transitional housing. Um, you know, when you look at affordable housing, it's like it's like a multicolored umbrella with many different panes on it. And rental assistance is one pane. Building new structures, providing new dwelling is another pane. Um, tax credit apartments, you know, that's a, that's a pain. Um, but then there's also this area of transitional housing because we have people in our community who have who experience trauma and setbacks, and they need a they just need a comma in their life. They need a pause, and um, so we're starting to look for a property that could be um, refurbished um, and turned into. Um, transitional housing, then it would be, it, we would bring in a program manager like a Hope House or something like that, Hope House Foundation to mm -hmm. manage. Um, but that's that's something that we need to provide in Cornelius. There really isn't anything, there isn't transitional housing within Cornelius. You have to go into Huntersville for that. Um, we're talking to some developers that have very creative solutions, proven solutions, um, and how could we bring them into the area? Um, there's just a lot lot of creative housing being developed um, that doesn't take up a lot of footprint, um, but provides um, to those individuals that we're looking at that 60% to 100% average median medium income, which is about 39,000 for one individual, 39,000 to $66,000 a sure. year. Um, so w we have a, we have a lot of things um, that we're, that we're looking at um, to bring in 20 uh, next year, 2024. Um, just, you know, trying to get this rental bridge program established and solidified right now has kind of been our, our main goal, but we have some really interesting things, creative things on the horizon that we're investigating. Absolutely, and I, I know that it's on my mind and certainly the, the mind of our commissioners, most of our commissioners, in relation to any project that comes our way. Yeah. The, the most recent one that has come our way to take a look at, it's, it's certainly not approved yet, but it's in the, it's in the, the uh, process of being considered, is the, the new downtown Mills Market. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know uh, Mark Miller, the, the um, uh, coordinator or uh, developer of that particular project, is very interested in affordable housing. Is that correct? Yes, yes. In fact, he has um, he's designated a number of units in that project. We've had great conversation with him, um, and uh, he has he's he's designated his support of the Lake Norman CDC as well as um, actually designating a number of units in that new building to be at the affordable level, that thirty percent of income level. That's that's fabulous, and I think mm -hmm. any project that we consider certainly that yeah. that has got to be a part of it in the future. Right. We ask the we ask the question how how are you are you addressing affordable housing? What can you do? Right. Yeah. It's just it's just a matter of putting it at the forefront um, and having it on the radar. And then of course we're all you know really looking forward to the Smithville redevelopment. Yes, we are. Project and um, Lake Norman CDC will partner with them in um, the ways that are beneficial to them for us to partner with them but you know that that is that project is going to provide affordable housing to our community it's 
it'll be down the road a little bit because, like, like, you know, building takes a while. It's that that's not an immediate solution, but it's a wonderful solution on the horizon. Um, and so we're we're very supportive of what they're doing and want to work with them in any way that we can. Exactly. That that is an exciting project and certainly a much needed project and 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 certainly flows hand in hand mm-hmm. with our need for affordable housing in um, in our town. So. Pretty excited about that. So uh, folks out there that run businesses in our community and folks out there that uh, uh, work hard to make our community a better place, uh, what what can they do to help? What can folks really do to help other than give money? I think that's yeah. important to, to make note. Certainly money is important yeah. and uh, donations are critical, absolutely. but there's other things folks can do. Is that is that correct? Uh, yes, Michelle? absolutely. Um, one of the things that we need right now is we need introductions. Um, we want people to know about the Rental Bridge Program that, that meet our criteria um, so, you know, if you if, if you have a friend who lives in Statesville and they work here in, in Cornelius um, and they want to move in here, have them get a hold of us. See if they see if they qualify for the program. Um, we also, you know, we're looking to talk with employers. Uh, we just think that human resource offices uh, would really want to know about the Rental Bridge program and might want to make that available, uh, the knowledge about it, to uh, make it available to their employers employees, um, and uh, also the seniors. You know, as I said, we still have funding available for seniors for that senior rent relief program. So if you you know of somebody who meets that that criteria of earning less than $49,000 um, and their, their rent has gone up more than 15% this year, um, have them get a hold of us. So... Um, we need advertisers, and anybody can be a marketer of our program. I think a um, true statement would probably be folks, many times, they just don't know where to turn. Exactly. Is that correct? Exactly. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of programs in the Lake Norman area, North Mac area, for individuals who are in crisis. You know, they're about to be evicted, or um, they can't make this month's rent, or they need food, shel- uh, clothing, you know, things like that. Um, there are a lot of those type of emergency crisis programs, but there aren't, I haven't been able to find any programs like the programs we're operating. We really are filling a gap. And so getting the word out about those, um, these aren't, this isn't an emergency assistance program. These are programs for people who are, who are working every day, but, um, our economy, inflation, et cetera, the housing prices are just making it really difficult for them to move forward. There's, there's no doubt about that. And, uh, that's why I think the, um, uh, event that you're having soon with the collaboration with the other nonprofits is is so critical. I mean, I think the communication with that group, uh, because there's different folks serving different mm-hmm. segments of our population, right. and to collaborate with that with that group, I think is critical. Yeah. One of the things that's happening at that September 21st. Um, North Mac Affordable Housing Network meeting is uh, Dr. Bill McCoy yes. with uh, has been assigned to do an update to the 2018 North Mac Affordable Housing yes. um, 
status. Um, and um, that that report is getting ready to come out, and he'll be giving an executive summary, which I'm really looking forward to because it's hard data on what our area really looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, it's we kind of get known as the lake community, and we're all affluent, um, and that is just really it's really not the case. I don't know if you know this or not, but in North Mecklenburg, there are four thousand children every night who don't sleep in a bed. They don't have a bed. Um, so it's not that Lake Norman isn't just an affluent community. It's it's also filled with a lot of hardworking individuals that are in that middle class um, sphere. And um, they, they need some assistance that's not available to them. Um, there are a lot of organizations that are funded to help people at below 60%. Um, median income. But once you hit about that 60% mark, you enter into a no man's land um, when it comes to support. So we want to make a difference. Well, certainly growth area. growth brings challenges. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's sort of what we're faced with. Um, you know, our growth rate in Cornelius is not uh, tremendous. Actually, it's pretty, pretty doggone yeah. low, but our surrounding communities, it's pretty doggone high. Yes. And with yes. growth, comes problems and challenges as opportunities and opportunities. Opportunities, That's the way we need to define those, but (laughs) uh, you've got to stay on top of it. And certainly the Lake Norman Community Development Corporation is an integral um, uh, piece of this puzzle. And I'm just so glad you're here and we're so thankful for the work that you're doing. And uh, we just look forward to a really, really fine, great future I know I'm committed to helping any way I can, Thank and you. we'll continue doing that. And so, well, I appreciate so it's the oppor- a great story to tell, Michelle. And thank yeah, you so thank much. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity, and I appreciate the support of the of the town leaders. Um, they're visionaries, and I, I appreciate it very much. I appreciate being part of this community. Thank you, listeners. Thanks for being with us today, Michelle Hoverson, uh, Lake Norman Community Development Corporation. Mayor Woody Washam here. We'll see you next time. <laughs>